the Fox show, um, you're listening, you're tuning in in your car somewhere, you're watching, you're wondering who are these guys, you know, I stumbled on, Christopher Walken's on the show, I'm not sure, is he? Maybe. <laughs> First, we're just gonna talk a little bit. Give me some words. Talk, talk, talk. I'm gonna give you some words. I like pizza. I like slides. I like ponies, unicorns, fantasy football, kettle corn, uh, smell of babies, diapers, the smell of formula. You like the smell of babies' diapers? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, that powder. I meant baby powder. Falk, are you doing? This is Connor Falk with the What the Falk Show. You're listening to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, Twitter, Facebook, what is it, Instagram or Tumblr, literally any kind of app you can find, any kind of satellite I can get into, you listen to What the Falk Show. What the Falk are we talking about on this show? Well, usually we interview people in entertainment, be it sports, be it fitness, be it teachers, be it people in food. What is the goal of the show? Provide witty, informational banter, conversation when you're bored at work, you're stuck in traffic like I am in LA almost any day, every day, like, or if you're playing video games or your boyfriend or girlfriend's talking to you a little too much and you're like, I don't want to fucking listen to this, let me listen to some conversation right now. What's the conversation today's going to be about? Well, it's a special day because me, Connor Falk, the host and creator of this show, wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the first person who ever pushed me to think about talking in a recorded thing, whether it was from a phone or just talking about sports or movies in general. That's Ernesto Casillas, one of my close friends. He's here on the show right now. Ernesto Casillas, this is the What the Falk Show Fantasy Football Edition. We're going to talk about some things that we love. So Ernesto, welcome to the What the it's, Falk Show. It's really like a Dr. Dre Eminem kind of situation. You know, you were like the you know half actor, half fantasy analyst guy out there. I found you, brought you in the studio. Yeah. And now, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And the show we had, well, we, we had the set show, we had the fantasy, Matador Fantasy Football Podcast, Cal State Northridge. And basically we do what we're going to do right now. We play different kind of fantasy games. We'd give rankings. We try to provide the kind of information that other fantasy football players like us need. Realistic, relevant, opportunal information that you need to win your league. Because what we talked about before, Ernesto, what's better than beating your friend in fantasy football? I mean, it's almost August. We're almost there. Like, we're almost this there. Is, yeah, this is America. This is what guys, it's important now. Let's go. Yeah. And you're, and you're actually pretty good at the sport. So we're actually going to be having true value to get to there. Can you give me a little background about your like this history in fantasy football? I mean, I've been playing fantasy football i'd say the last eight years solid years now um i've been playing man you know me i've been in a few leagues you've been in made it to the semifinals. uh took guys with high value andrew luck in the sixth round when he led the league in you know passing touchdowns that season so great season i'm just like an average guy out there got a family supported my family but i like to play fantasy football family man who loves his family and and yeah, loves america. fantasy football america absolutely well, welcome to the show as an american any other person from any other country out there if you haven't played fantasy football you should check it out that's what we're going to provide here on the what the folk show another thing we talked about is pizza. Favorite pizza of mine is Ferris Pizza, the sponsor of the What the Falk Show. Ferris Pizza, the best pizza for the best price with the most love in it. In my hometown, Bakersfield, California, to Central California, shout out. Thank you for your great love, your great food, and the great history of football. Let's talk about it. First thing, GM game. Hey, let's play some games, man. Let's do the the GM game. And what, is the, what is the GM game? Well, Connor, the GM game is one of those old school games that um, really, really, you put the hat on. You're the GM. You're in that seat. You're okay. the decision maker. Right now, I'm going to put you, uh, you're the GM of the New England Patriots. You have this situation where Tom Brady, he's given up. He stopped fighting. He's going to serve the four-game suspension. They have Garoppolo. He's been in that system for two years now. If the Patriots get into a situation where Garoppolo, let's say, goes 3-1, and one, what do you do? 
three and one. Well, I guess it depends on exactly what the numbers look like. Three and one. How are those? Are those three and one dominating wins? Are we looking like twenty to 12, 20 to fourteen kind of games? If he's only having like two thirty-eight, a touchdown, and two picks or stuff like that, he's not good enough to be the next quarterback of the Patriots with the elite level that Tom's at. And Tom Brady says he wants to play till he's like forty-five. The guy is rich. His wife is a model. He doesn't have to worry about money. He's eating the healthiest, nutritionist food ever. He's never even heard of McDonald's. Literally, his body's a temple. You know, he's making money. He's going to going to Falcon, uh, Kentucky Derbies. He's going to different Super Bowls. He's going to premieres. The guy has a good life. He has no reason not to be a successful football player. But Garoppolo goes 3-1. He goes 4-0 and and he just dominates. He's as Tony Romo-esque as they said. He can be mobile in the pocket, but yet his accuracy has improved. Yeah, I trade Tom Brady in the offseason. What about you? Um, I, I know. I mean, Tom Brady, he's, he's the GOAT, right? He's, he's, uh, Peyton Manning is gone. He is now, you know, you guys, have, you have Andrew Luck, you have Aaron Rodgers, you have Cam Newton who's coming up, but who who wouldn't you take for one game? You obviously take Tom Brady. You know, the media is going to really escalate this. They're going to, it's you know, it's going to be Garoppolo, the young upcoming guy. Tom Brady's now Drew Bledsoe. He's the older guy. But I think Tom, with the heart he has, four rings, man, can't take those away. That's what you think, but you can't say if you were the GM that if he had a great four games and he's 20% of the salary that you have to pay Tom Brady, right. then it becomes a business decision at that, right? And hey, is, is it the system or is it Tom Brady? I mean, you that's, have what... that's the ultimate question. So we're going to be pretty interested to see game one with Jimmy Garoppolo under center for the New England Patriots. Uh, what's next on the GM game? Well, Connor, let's continue the, the GM game. And you are now in the seat of the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. You have the quarterback situation there. Teddy Bridgewater is, I think, going into his either his third or fourth season yeah. as the starting quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. Is this a maker? break year for him well he's going into his third year we have a new stadium here in minnesota we have an amazing defense built around him you got everson griffin you got harrison smith who's just signed an extension you got ap who's healthy who's ready to who's ready to falcon pounce teddy bridgewater to me is a little too conservative now is there a chance that he kind of comes out and does what andy dalton did this last year and really just goes off because he needs the right system sure but to me this is a breaker this is a make or break year for teddy bridgewater so if he does not if he's not the guy that we need, then I'm waiting till next season. I'm not giving him an extension. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to earn it. He's just Adrian not. Peterson. He's only getting older. Exactly. You know, his knees are only gonna be closer to you yeah. know one last carry. They I mean, just gotta- just drafted Laquan Treadwell, so they have a first round talent on the team. If he can't take advantage of these kind of things with that offensive line, with that defense is backing it up, then I don't think the Teddy Bridgewater is worth it. So I'm getting rid of him. Another quarterback in a similar situation okay. as we continue the GM game is Ryan Tannehill. Let's talk Ryan Tannehill. Not a fan of Ryan Tannehill. I mean, you know how down I was on Andy Dalton for all those years. He kind of he looked a little bit better. You know, they still didn't do much in the playoffs, at least. But I do not like Ryan Daniel. I've never been a fan. If you watch a quarterback throw, he does not have the motion that successful quarterbacks have. It looks awkward. Maybe it's because he played receiver too long. He's never put up the numbers he should have. He doesn't take advantage of open guys. He's got a great receiving core now. He's got Jarvis Landry. He's got Devontae Parker. He's got Jordan Cameron at tight end. Now they got Arian Foster as a running back. They got J.J. J.J. And uh, with Adam Gates coming in, who's a quarterback whisperer, if he can't if he can't progress under him, then he just doesn't have it. You, you have New England without in the division without Tom Brady for the first four games. If yeah. Tannehill doesn't capitalize now, Connor, as a GM of the Dolphins, you gotta, you know, you gotta get rid of him. What after better this, opportunity right? has he ever had than with Tom being out four games? Absolutely, and with the influx that you have with the Jets and with Buffalo, you don't know what's going on with them. So this is make or break here. Ryan Tannehill better fall can step up. He better fall can take advantage of opportunity. Otherwise, he's gone. Well, what, speaking of games, do we have any other games to play? I think we have some more games. What is it with this guy? Remember this guy or that guy? This guy or, or that, that guy. guy. What, what, okay, it sounds cool, but what exactly was this guy or that guy? Connor, this guy or that guy. We're trying to give you fantasy information. Sometimes you got you know more running backs and you can start in your lineup. Yeah. And if you have a guy on the border, should I play this guy 
or that guy. We're trying to get, let players know who to start. So which, hope, which also adds value and information to decide who to draft because every pick you never know. You might think the guy that you want is going to be there later if you don't take him then, but you never know. So when it comes down to it, by an edge, by our opinion, that's all this is, in, in, information-based opinions, facts as well, who would we take in this guy or that guy? This guy or that guy, number one, I know you're a fan of at least one or two of them. That's Ezekiel Elliott or Todd Gurley. You know, I'm going to go with Todd Gurley here. He's going to go into his second year. He's familiar with that offense. The Rams actually took the good route. They didn't, you know, rush him in his rookie season. They let him heal from injury. Yeah. You saw the payback, obviously. He led. He was second in the league in rushing behind Adrian Peterson, and he missed those four games. Ezekiel Elliott, is he flash? Is, you know, is he Willie Beeman, or is he the really deal, you know, the real deal? Who is this guy? We don't know yet. Take the established guy with Gurley. I couldn't disagree more. I I think I respect your opinion, but what the folk is what I would say. First off, Gurley, that offensive line is in such flux. They have a rookie quarterback. They took Jared Goff, number one, but this guy in a, in a spread in a spread system, he's not even under center much. They have no off. I mean, who are their receivers? Tavon Austin, but Brian they're moving Quick. To L.A. You don't think Gurley can be the face of that franchise? I think he's going to be a great player, but I just don't think. At Ezekiel, let's go back to it. Great running back. Okay, one of the best blocking running backs we've ever seen coming out of the draft. That means he's not going to get taken off the field. He's going to be a three down back. The offensive line in general is amazing on the Cowboys. Every one of them is a pro bowler. You have Tony Romo coming back from health and you have Des Bryant. So um, overall, I just feel like Ezekiel's going to have more opportunities to get these plays facing the Redskins, the Eagles, the Giants. Not necessarily really good defenses. As opposed to Gurley, who's got the Seahawks. He's got the Cardinals. And we don't know exactly how good or bad the Niners are going to be. So this guy or that guy, that's close. I see your points to what you're saying, Gurley. So this guy is equal. So it's a, it's a toss-up. And that's how fantasy football is. So hopefully the information that we gave, our points of view, is going to provide some light for these players, right? Well, let's continue. This guy or that guy, Latavius Murray or, or Carlos Hyde for you, Connor, in this fantasy season. I'm taking Carlos Hyde just based on the system. Usually first-year guys with Chip Kelly do pretty well. I think he's a talented player who didn't really get much opportunity last season because they were constantly down and they had to go away from the running game. And overall, he got hurt. He had a stress fracture. It just didn't work out. Latavius Murray, as a Raider fan, I'm not too high on. I think the rookie, DeAndre Washington, is going to take a lot of his uh, a lot of his carries. Next up, uh, Isaiah Correll with the Browns, former owner. You owned him at one point. Or uh, Chris Ivory, new addition to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, this is a close one for me. I'm going to go with Crowell here. You got Hugh Jackson coming into that team as a head coach. You know, he loves to run the ball. It's kind of like a Jeremy Hill feed the beast kind of scenario. Uh, Gio Bernard, you know, yeah. uh, Gio, Giovanni Bernard situation. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're going to run the ball a lot. Chris Ivory had a great beginning of the fantasy season last year. You saw how it kind of trailed off. I feel like, you know, the Jaguars being a young team, they probably have a guy behind him that could take some carries eventually towards the later of the season. But Crowell, how Hugh Jackson is going to utilize him, I say grow Crowell. Go Crowell. I get that. Better system overall. And TJ Yeldon was taken as a first-round, second-round pick for a reason. So you can see him taking carries away. Okay, who's next? All right, this guy or that guy, Connor. This fantasy season, are you going to go with Jordy Nelson or Allen Robinson Robinson at the wide receiver position? Allen Robinson. That is tough because Allen Robinson, as you know, I like him. I had him last year. He's an explosive athlete. He's going to be on a team that's going to be throwing the ball a lot. But... Not as much as last season, because I don't think the Jaguars are going to be down as much as they were. They're not going to have to play as much you know, hero ball at the end of the game, much of Hail Mary. So for me, I think Jordy coming back, he's obviously got a close chemistry and connection with Aaron Rodgers, just built in. They played together so long. I think of the value of where you get them, you could possibly get Jordy in third or fourth. Allen Robinson's probably going to be the same place. Based on a bounce back year, I'm taking Jordy Nelson. What about you? 
I think it's close as well. And, and I think a lot of the points you made are valid. You know, we as, as I think you mentioned pre-Falk show to me off the air, like Jordy Nelson got hurt, you know, in the preseason last yeah. year. So he's almost had like a full, you know, 18, 20 months to heal. He was a top five wide receiver before that, just based on the team, based on Aaron Rodgers. How many Hail Marys did he throw last season? Yeah. And you, you, know? you can't you can't disregard the relationship and the chemistry between two guys, between the quarterback and the receiver, right? And that's one of the strongest in the league. Right. We well, have speaking that. of relationships, you know, and strong connections, really let's get into out. our next game, Connor. What's the next game? It's Fantasy X's. These are players that you might have not had on your team last year that you've forgotten about. But these are, you know, these are players that you want to remember again okay. with Fantasy X's. So you, you, had a, you had some experiences together, but then it didn't exactly end the way you wanted it to. And now you're a little disheveled and you're one of these Fantasy X's. Should I put my heart out there again? Should you, for this upcoming fantasy season, and Connor, I know one of those guys for you last year was Eddie Lacy. Oh, Eddie Lacy. Uh, is this a fantasy ex that you want to stick with it's this a, upcoming season? Do you want to date him? It depends on my pick, man. It depends on where I have my pick and where he's available. But Eddie Lacy, for me last year, I thought he was going to go off and have another great year. I had him the year before. P90X, losing a lot of weight, whatever you want to call it. I think the coach telling you that you need to lose weight, that it wasn't cutting it, being benched, I think it's enough to push a guy, right? After seeing what he could do, I think it's enough. I think Eddie Lacy has a bounce back here. Now next, and more importantly, someone you've literally had like an on-again, off-again relationship. I actually work with his cousin. You work so with his cousin. we do have some type of connection. I wondered how long it would take you to drop that in the show, so <laughs> I knew you wanted to drop that in. Your boy, Arian Foster. Hey man, Arian's a guy, he's coming off another ruptured ACL but he's had a full, you know, off season. He's been training with his brother in Texas. I, I, I think you take him with the Dolphins. I think a guy, he's gonna probably have like a thousand yard rushing, but not more than that. Not like eleven hundred. He's gonna get like eight touchdowns. He's gonna be a definitely a solid fantasy running back two option. So don't let him fall too far in your draft. If you see him there in the fifth or sixth round, and maybe you went wide wide receiver heavy at the beginning of your draft, look at Foster there with some value. Wow, mid round value for Aaron. Foster. Okay, you got anyone for me? Um, I'd say another guy, Fantasy X is a guy that maybe you had your heart set on that didn't work out for you last year. Connor, let's talk about Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, man. I've been a fan of Andrew since coming out of high school in Texas since being a first-round pick. Stanford, and then, I mean, two years ago, you talked about the kind of year he had. The problem has been they haven't made that offensive line. The guys they brought in have not executed. You have Phil, Philip Dorsett, first-round pick out of Miami. has been up and down, got injured, but he can't be worse than last year, right? So I think Andrew Luck, if he's there in the fourth or fifth round, he still has really elite talent. A running game either. Right? No, they haven't. And they made him the highest paid quarterback ever for that reason, for a reason, because of the potential. And his potential is higher than anybody else in that division. Like you said, Jaguar is a better defense, but still not good enough to just shut him down every game. Titans are up and down. The Texans have a good roster, but I don't know about them. I don't they, know if they they're ready. They haven't found a quarterback yet. haven't found a quarterback. Bross Osweiler, is he the guy? I don't know. Just because he's paid like one doesn't mean he's earned that moniker yet. Um, I like Andrew Luck this year. Again, fourth through six rounds, that's a serious, serious deal. Fantasy X, get back in bed with that guy. Next up, another close to your heart, two guys that I've always give you uh, fucking just issues over. I make fun of you about it. Jeremy Falcon Hill. Yo, Jeremy Hill is another fantasy ex you don't want to forget about this season. I know he had a down year last year and he didn't really show his 2014 potential when he had those huge games at the end of the season. But this is a guy, you know, and you know, um, they just lost Sanu. You know, they're going to continue to run the ball in Cincinnati. And, and this is a guy, Jeremy Hill. You want to look at him maybe in about, you know, depending on what running backs you take, fifth, sixth round value you can get for him there. 
Jeremy Hill. So Jeremy Hill, you have the Cincinnati Bengals with a new offensive coordinator. And with losing receivers, we would think they're going to focus more on the run more. So Gio as well has value, but Jeremy Hill definitely looks like a bounce back kind of season. Uh, next up here on the What the Falk Show, we listen to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, my parents' phone, or the text message I just sent you. Sponsored by Ferris Pizza, the best pizza for the best price with the most love in it. We're talking about fantasy football today. We talked about the GM game which is a game where we go ahead and we put the GM hat on. We talk about what we do in that position. We talked about the Patriots situation with Garoppolo Brady. We talked about Bridgewater. Is this make or break year for him? And then another make or break player in close similar drafts, Miami's Ryan Tannehill. They can drop the option this year. They could pick it up. Do they do it? And then we talked about what? We talked about this guy or that guy giving you fantasy information on who to take in the draft. Uh, and we did uh, Fantasy X's, which is a new game we just created. Fantasy X is basically those people you kind of mess with for a while. And you're saying, I don't know, should I get back in bed with them or not? We're equating that with fantasy football. Guys that you should look back into. Now, next up, the Falcon 5 here on the What the Falk Show. Just five guys that I really like, right? Just five guys that I'm thinking, I'm just really into these guys this year. I feel like you should be paying attention. They're guys that you could probably get some pretty good value. Number one. Travis Benjamin. What do you know about Travis Benjamin? You fan his? Dude, Travis Benjamin went off last season with yeah. the Cincinnati Browns. He's just basically he was Cincinnati at, Browns. He was that baby Jordy Nelson, man. And the he Bengals was, and the Browns created teams. They became Cincinnati <laughs> Cincinnati Browns. I love it. Sorry. Exactly, exactly. Here on the Falk Show, we just create stuff. Right? <laughs> Um, but let's talk about it's, it's all about the Benjamin. So who's another guy on your Falcon Five that's a Benjamin? Yeah, well, Travis Benjamin. Just one second. Why a oh, huge big play guy, but never has had a quarterback who's really good enough, right? Now he goes to San Diego. You have some weak secondaries in that division. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is just makes everybody. He's just such a competitor, man. Philip Rivers is always in the game. He's gonna get his receivers the ball. You got Keenan Allen, another side gonna be taking double coverage. I think Travis Benjamin, where you get him in value, is gonna be huge. Maybe the eighth through tenth round. He also returns kicks. So you got to think about the points you're going to get from that. So on the Falcon 5, Travis Benjamin, think about this guy. And next up with the Benjamins, a guy who got injured last year, Kelvin Benjamin. I'm a fan of this guy. You're not going to think because he's injured, he's going to drop a little bit. Huge bodied guy. Cam Newton already throws high. That's part he throws too high, too hard. He's going to hit Kelvin. He's going to hit Kelvin Benjamin. He really missed him this last season. What do you think about good old uh, KB? Dude, Kelvin Benjamin. I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl without him. I mean, think yeah. about Cam Newton. He's going to further develop. He's literally the LeBron James of the NFL. He's just the most physically talented player anytime both teams step onto the field. So Kelvin Benjamin is just going to be another weapon for Cam Newton. I had him in fantasy last season. Literally was having like 50-point games yeah. as you to the championship so definitely man when it, com- when it comes down to it you can't coach 6-5 right if you're just taller it. than everybody you're just going to catch it and another guy on the Falcon 5 man I know you were talking about uh, Jameis Winston and that Mike Evans connection yeah right? the Bucks in general young team Dirk Cutter taking over was the coordinator last year had some success uh, Jameis is coming in reports are saying he's gained about 15 pounds of muscle he's kind of getting rid of his baby fat he's taking it seriously now with a guy who's always had that kind of talent meets the dedication the motivation that he needs to be good then I think you have a recipe for success. And I think that's what you're getting here with Jameis Winston. I expect a pretty big year out of him. So if you want to package Jameis Winston, get him in like the 10th, 8th through 10th, get Mike Evans and say, let's play what, the 5th through 7th? That's That'd be a great handcuff. Do you see Mike Evans really as more of a lower tier wide receiver one or is he in that wide receiver, top wide receiver two range? I think he's a high end wide receiver two. A guy you draft as a receiver two that you hope plays as a wide receiver one B kind of thing, right? right? That's how I look at that. So Mike Evans, he had one huge year. He had some big games last year, but it was just down the whole offense a little bit. Um, but second year, jitters being out. Him and him and uh, Jameis have been practicing the whole offseason together, throwing the ball and the chemistry's build. Go ahead and check out on the fall. Five, Jameis Winston and Mike Evans. Next up, former Raven, now on the 49ers, had a terrible year last year. But this is a Falcon Five is the idea of guys just just 
a guy that I think is going to give you more value than he did last year. A guy, if you get him in the 12th round or later, even a waiver, could be a guy. So wherever you get him, this could be a guy that wins you a league. That's how you win fantasy, getting those guys who people don't expect, get good value, win fucking points. That's Torrey Smith. Torrey Smith in a big play offense with Chip Kelly. He's the number one wide receiver, right? He's the number one wide receiver, and Quan's gone. I mean, all it takes is one play action, then he's wide open. He gets he gets you what? In a lot of leagues, you get maybe you get a point for a big play. You get six points from a touchdown, and you get sixty yards. I mean, you can't. Can you can you say no to that kind of production? No, you can't. Would you rather have a big play guy, or would you rather have a guy who's going to get you eight receptions? You want in fantasy, you want that big play ability. Even if you don't get it every single week, you're looking for a guy who's going to give you that twenty point game. Um, and, and be that big play guy for you. Need him in fantasy to win, man. You know how it is. It's every yeah. week to week. It's a gauntlet. It's you know? a, it's it is a it's a it's not a sprint. It's a marathon of fantasy football. And I hear on the What the Falk show number five of the Falcon Five. Who's number five? Dude, number five, Eli Manning, the guy who had he threw thirty touchdowns last year. Yeah, career. He's now getting more familiar familiar with the offensive coordinator, um, Tom Coughlin. He's out. This is more, you know, with Odell Beckham, it's a pass heavy league. Odell Beckham is a star. They're just literally going to feed him the ball. They are. And Bob McAdoo was the former coordinator last season. He's now the head coach. So basically, when Eli Manning careers like he did last season, they go ahead and promote him. They start the new generation. This West Coast spread mm-hmm. offense is just perfect for Eli. It looks like he's getting better with age. He must be a Manning who knows he must right. be a Manning he's got Odell like you said he's got a rookie that I love at Oklahoma Sterling Shepard imagine Victor Cruz if he stay. Oh, we don't know if he's gonna stay healthy but like Victor Cruz but more in the, in the West Welker mold even more like just a perfect slot guy who Eli is gonna find and target and really use to take advantage of defenses I like them all so Sterling Shepard Odell Beckham Eli Manning Rashad Rashad Jennings can even catch the ball at the backfield I think Eli Manning's gonna be a quarterback that you draft in the Fifth in some rounds if you have to, but sixth through eighth rounds that wins you a championship. And and this is a year that the quarterback position is so deep, man, that the yeah. quarterbacks so are going to fall. I mean, yeah. Carson Palmer, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, Phillip Rivers. Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr. We could go on forever. So these guys are going to fall. That's why he's on the Falcon 5. That's why he's on the Falcon 5. What the Falk Show, Fantasy Football Edition. Well, we played the GM game. We played this guy or that guy. We played Fantasy X's Falcon 5. Anybody who's listening right now, what do you think they got from this episode? If they just clicked in right now, if they clicked on it because they're a friend, like okay, we saw listening, and they, and they uh, fast forwarded to twenty minutes in, what what would you say? What do we do? They got fantasy value. They got witty banter. They got to reminisce, talk about fantasy exes. This is these are what we go through in life, man. Yeah. It's fantasy football. August is almost here. Football is almost back. Thanks for having me on the Fox Show. Man. Absolutely, man. You were a great guest. And like what he said, we try to give you some information, some value. And that's the point of the What the Fox Show. Informational, witty conversation when you're bored, when you're bored in traffic, when you're stuck at work, when you don't want to talk to your boyfriend or girlfriend, you're playing a video game, hopefully today while you're in your car or wherever, you're at some information about fantasy football. Whether you're a big-time player, whether you're not, whether you're just going to play with the local league or your pool at the office, hopefully we gave you some information. You can go ahead, you can go home, you can go to your office and you can say, I Falcon won this game and I, I promise you, Falcon, this, it will feel good to win a fantasy football matchup. This is Connor Falk with the What the Falk Show. Ernesto Casillas is my guest for the What the Fantasy Football Edition. If it goes well and if you like this, we'll probably be on more episodes and we'll continue to have fantasy football editions of the What the Falk Show. I appreciate you listening. You have a wonderful morning, wonderful day, and a wonderful evening after that. This is Connor Falk and have a good night.